0: Hello, everybody. This is Kalishna Kitty. Happy Sunday. The first week of February is over of 2023. 99 or one white balloon has gone by. And I'm going to be following up on what I did on Clapper and the series. If you are not a Christian, please listen anyway. But this is going to be really directed to people that um, are filling the church house and saying that they're Christians. This is 1984, 1776. 1984 is that is really the devil or Satan or the demons or the evil realms that are out to get us. Whatever you want to say it is. It could be the United Nations. You can do whatever you want to call it. But um, we're going to be delving into the real demonology that has been kept from the church. And why? Just like most people had no idea mammon, you can't worship God or mammon was an actual devil. Jewish writings, whether it be the Talmud, the Septuagint, goes all the way back, um, even the early, early, early writings, if you want to even say, okay, it's the um, Kabbalah t- teachings. But really, the people that practice occult cult and have, since the beginning of time, pretty much, are the ones that I'm going to believe. I hate to say this. And when they believe in something, I'm going to say, why isn't the church keeping it from us? Why doesn't the church want to have its knowledge? Why why is it being kept? It's like the Book of Enoch and the Book of Jasher, the Book of Tobit, all these other books that um, have been kept from mainstream Christianity. So I'm gonna talk about intuition. I did my Clapper video today on this and I did post it on TikTok. You can find me under Collision Kitty. Look for one of my videos. I might have one or two different accounts in case one goes down. I have a backup, but just look for my ones in my videos um, with the most videos on it anyway. So intuition. I always call it intuition, you know, a psychic feeling, that gut feeling, kind of like final destination. And after I came to Christ, I started getting these. I never had them before until I got saved and my heart again. And I was I didn't understand things. We just started going to the closest church near us because I wanted to go to church. Um and in reality, automatically I started just getting feelings, whether it was the teachings were wrong, I would ask them, why do you believe this? No one wanted to discuss it. That is the Holy Spirit I've learned talking to us. And recently I've pulled up journals I have that go back to the mid 2000s after nine eleven, when I went down the rabbit holes. I just started writing everything, these feelings I had. You know, I'm watching, you know, lose change or, you know, freedom to fascism, I'm writing down all these things, and it could be political, but I also wrote down personal things. Like, I think this job's gonna end and this is gonna happen, and, or I need to do this, or I wrote things like, you know, I really realized I should not have done this, and I understand now, that was the Holy Spirit. The last year I have been so convicted because I have done everything man has told me to do, and even though God keep has blessed me, I'll be honest, even with our business really took a huge hit, I mean, I'm talking about our income dropped probably 70%. I have no real bills. Every time I need a bill, something somebody needs to be worked out, God provides it. But he's also convicted me on following the world. As a Christian, the more you put yourself out in the world with people, even if they say they're Christians, you are putting yourself face-to-face with, I said, spirit attachments and demonic entities. I don't care the best thing. It could be the Girl Scouts or Boy Scouts. You could be volunteering. It could be whatever it is. You are going to come in contact with people that have these demonic ties and your life that's why people always are in turmoil and that is why i have figured out that god isolates his elect very often and that's what he's done with me he took everybody out of my life and many christians feel this happening but they fight it to the point of destruction they don't want to give up their friends their families jobs but yet Jesus said, if you won't take up your cross and follow me, right? There is a bigger picture going on than what we can see. I'm talking you spiritual warfare, and the churches lie. I remember when the first thing I heard in the church is someone died and they said, "A hey, God you know, has a new angel, and she smiled. I'm like, no, she doesn't. Angels are created beings. Grandma that passed away is not an angel. There isn't a pearly gate and stairs up to heaven, and there isn't a devil laughing down below like in a cartoon. And I know that because I've been in contact with the spirit realm. I've talked about this very openly since I was about three years old. I have always done paranormal investigation. That's what led me to Christ. You know, when Jesus called Jarius' daughter or Lazarus, they heard him. Okay, God is not up there like depicted in the movies with a white beard and robes. And I mean, come on. The churches have Santa Claus and now the Easter Bunny. But there's worse things, like tithing. These preachers, and all denominations of stuff right and wrong, doesn't matter if it's Protestant, Catholicism, whatever you want to call it, Orthodox, they all have a little bit right, all a little bit wrong. But when you are giving your money to a man and to a building and ignoring what the scripture says, I'm going to challenge you that you don't have the Holy Spirit in you, that you are worshiping man, and that is the mark of the beast. You are worshiping a person. You are giving your money to a person, not to God. You're giving your time every week to a person to listen to them talk about what they were taught in seminary and what their denomination teaches, or if it's a non-denominational church, they want to build it as big as possible because it's pride. And pride is a sin, one of the biggest sins. So, tonight, and I'm going to be really delving into this, uh, my videos, as I said on Clapper, and um, on here, we are going to be looking at the real spiritual warfare nobody wants to discuss. Now, one of the ways the devil attacks me, and this is happening in fact to me right now, is I will lose things, or I'll forget. I was going to make a video, and literally... Within a minute, I could not remember what I was going to make that video on. If you do not believe that these beings have power, the the Holy Spirit's not talking to you. I'm going to share with you some of the things from my journals. You know, I wrote things down, not just about world events, but why I felt things were a lie that the church was teaching, but also personal. I'll give you an example. I wrote down about a job interview. I, you know, I said, I, I know I'm going to this, but it's a waste of time. They, they already picked somebody for the job. Now, you could say, okay, whatever. But I went anyway. I, why did I go? And the thing was, it was a big drive. It, was, it turned into a nightmare. This is when I was married. My children were small. God told me not to go. But I wanted. I, in the back of my mind, I was like, no, I'm not going to listen to this. Because no one in church ever said, you know what? That's the Holy Spirit talking to you. God is telling you, this is not where you need to be, this job is, it's not. But what's worse is, God told me a lot of things that I ignored that turned into very bad. And as much as he has blessed me, he's also showed me many things. Every relationship I've been in after I got married, and in fact, even my marriage, I knew I should not have been in. And you might say that is awful. Well, maybe it is. Um, when I got married, when we walked down the aisle, I well, got to call it, wasn't even that an aisle. We got married at, um, I am I was working at, but, um, I was not safe, but I still in my heart, it was not like I didn't, it wasn't the right reasons. It was a very orchestrated, calculated, my best friend. It's how, you know, this is, I, it wasn't, but it wasn't the same kind of feeling. But after I got saved, I realized this was a mistake. I got married for totally wrong reasons, and that I knew the marriage was never going to go anywhere. I never knew exactly how it was gonna fail, but I, and I, I confided that in a number of people. And that's where my real notion of a church is. Everything people tell you in the churches is typically a lie. including the old testament most people don't want to talk about and then you know, they're talking in tongues church houses are full of demons and in fact if you're here right now my dogs are um growling so um anyway let's dive into this a little bit um if you believe that spy balloon just happened to show up i'm not even sure if it was a spy balloon I'm not going to say anything about it because the timing you have something is so wrong. If you can't feel that and people just are ignoring it, they don't feel what's wrong in the world. People identifying as things. And I'm going to tell you something in every culture going back to right after Adam and Eve, all demonic entities in every culture ever always were combinations of, and again, it was a demonic attack in the background, were a combination of animal and human hybrids depicted, like we see in Revelation. Um, they also could go back and forth between these things. There's a lot of similarities. There was child sacrifice. There was unspeakable acts that did, that people would be amazed until you read some of these writings. So I'm gonna talk about the Testament of Solomon. And Solomon is known in the Old Testament. And this test, I'm gonna talk about some different demons. The first one we'll talk about is called Onias, O-R-N-I-A-S. Um, and Solomon and the Keys of Solomon interviews these demons and he discovers and he learns about them and asks God for help and Michael the archangel helps him now believe it or not Catholicism is closer to the truth on demons and many other things we have to keep an open mind if you truly want to know if you're saved because I'll be honest after a lot of us opened up to me, I, I constantly, I'll get on my knees and say, God, I, save me. I really do. Not because I doubt my own salvation, but I believe it humbles us to ask for his help and guidance for the Holy Spirit. Um, so these demons in the book of Solomon come before his throne, I'm going to paraphrase I just want to give you a broad thing tonight so you understand what's going on in the world. Um, this demon, when um, Solomon asked him where he lives, very interesting, he references the zodiac. Now, I am not saying don't about astrology. I'm a Leo, and trust me, my personality is all Leo. Though three wise men looked at the stars. But we have to understand all knowledge that we have necessarily come from demonic entities okay so he also tells Solomon how to exorcise the demons and Orneus brings a demon before Solomon The demon is named briefly described, and he tells how he can be thwarted. And we know, usually, with us, it's the name of Jesus Christ. Or angelic help. Belzebul, B-E-L-Z-E-B-O-L, is a demon that Solomon talks to, and he asks them if they are female demons. He um, shows one to Solomon called O-N-O-S-K-E-L-I-S A Beautiful Woman Who Had Legs of a Mule Very interesting Again, that mixing Most of these are mixing between animals and people and you can go look at art This is how it's always been depicted especially in early times These people knew Jesus would have understood So when you go read the Old Testament if you look at it differently than what you told in church it's going to make a very different kind of impression on you Another demon that he talks to is called Asmodeus. And Asmodeus is one that most people are familiar with. And is big in the occult circles. Occultists will tell you, and witches, and I have been around these people, how powerful these things are. And they ask, why don't Christians know about this if they're Christians, right? And I never had an answer, except the church. So Asmodeus, this is interesting. He asks Asmodeus about his origins and activities. And Asmodeus is big, and as I say, turning over virgins or popping their cherries—I hate to say it. He also likes to cause murders. He explains that the angel Raphael caused them to go away. And I'm not going to get into that story too much, but that is from the book of Tobit. And it talks about exorcism, another book that man took out of the canon. And remember, we have 66 books in the Bible. Just think about this. Man's the number six. There's symbolism to everything. Three is the number of evil, of the devil, of Satan, of all fallen angels. Everybody knows that. Raphael is a name used in um, the book of um, Enoch, we know as well. And Asmodeus um, also works with clay, which is very interesting. We know there's symbolism, again, in prophecy referring to clay. He talks about Tartarus. And there's a lot of Hebrew words that, if you really look at the translations, do not line up with what our Bible says when you delve into all this. Most people don't know there is magic. And yes, it's not something to play with. And the Jewish people that have studied this will tell them, that's why it's kind of been hidden from people, that if you tell people about it, guess what? the first thing they want to do? They want to do what's bad. Why? Because our hearts were fallen. And if everyone was performing these magic and doing all this, the world would be worse than it ever is. So I think it's a very good thing that a lot of this has been hidden from people. But as Christians, if you're truly going to know what's going on, especially in today's world, you have to have a sense of this. Now, some of these demons that he talked to have been found written in the exact same spelling, say in Crete, or different places. You tell me how that could be. Um, He talks to um, an an evil archangel named Aziel. You've heard of that name before. Solomon also interrogates, this is interesting, the seven stars of heaven. Seven stars, deception, strife, fate, distress, error, power, and quote-unquote, the worst. Error says, I am error. Interesting. And he is associated with killing and death. He tells Solomon that he was responsible for for Solomon committing murder. If you don't know what that is, Solomon executed his brother Adonijah, A-D-O-N-I-J-A-8, in 1 Kings 2.25. Solomon interrogates a demon called Murder. When babies or infants are 10 days old, if one cries during the night, he takes spirit form and attacks that infant. Solomon, now this is very interesting, interrogates a dog called Scepter, S-C-E-P-T-R, dog form. And I have seen demon recently I saw a demonic in a dog. Um, this particular fallen angel leads men into stupidity, I find that funny, and deceives them. Um, he ha- He talks to lion-shaped demons. And this is interesting. The lion-shaped demon who has a legion of demons under him. Where did we hear about legion? Jesus, right? Now look, in chapter 11 of the Keys of Solomon, the Testament of Solomon, it's called the lion-shaped demon who has legions of demons under him. He calls himself legion. Isn't that interesting? This demon... Sneaks in and watches over all who are lying ill with disease, and keeps them from recovering. He also can drive people mad and insane, make them sick, all kinds of illnesses. In chapter 12, Solomon interrogates a three-headed dragon demon, and there is a allu- there's references to Jesus' crucifixion. In chapter 13, he talks to a female demon called Obizeth, O-B-Y-Z-O-U-T-H, a female demon. And she almost looks like Medusa. And she references, also very similar to Aphrodite, the, again, all cultures line up. And if you read Revelation 9:8, there's references to that. and she will kill babies from women and as later times down the road just like in daniel to stir up these things for the end of time a lot of this is to be hidden until the very last days of what we're living in now the angel raphael actually comes against this female demon what, I could go on and on and on. You can look these up and think about why don't we know about this? Why is this kept from us? I'll tell you a couple more things that are interesting. In Daniel 8, 9, 14, 11, through 45, the abomination of desolation, was a dual prophecy. It was a desecration of the Jerusalem temple in 167 BC and AD 70. And in um, Antioch, the um, fourth in 167 BC, desecrated the temple, which triggered the Maccabean insurrection, which is another book that's been kept from us. Second, Jesus made it clear in Matthew 24:15 that it also referred to the destruction of the temple by the Romans in AD70. So we know there's been prophecy that's been fulfilled. The abomination desolation, everyone has this vision of what it's going to be. The church already has the abomination of desolation in it. It's the false antichrist, the false teachings. Will there be another temple? Does this have to be fulfilled? Why? Where do we get our beliefs from? The abomination of desolation on the Roman armies destroyed Jerusalem in in 70 A.D. And it was actually uh, August 28th, A.D. 66. These things happened. Um, right here um, 28th of August 86th um, Mannheim arrives in Jerusalem and surrounds the city Christians have to flee the city the Christians recognize this as writings they recognize from the book of Revelation what was happening I'm looking at writings and again a lot of these have been part of these things have been kept from us Why don't we have the history? Why don't we know? If people realize a lot of these things have been fulfilled, a lot of Christianity make more sense. Just like the spirit realms. We wouldn't think of grandma becoming an angel or demons running around like little Nicky. The um, the desecration um, of a temple. What has to happen for Jesus to come back? Everybody is so fixed on literal. But yet when it comes to demonology, they don't want to be fixed on the literal. Now listen to me. In early writings that have been taken out of the Bible, it talks about Jerusalem is a picture. Israel is a picture of the church. Christians will be attacked, we know, before the second coming of Revelation 20. They'll be surrounded by Satan immediately. uh, You will be literally, that's what we're seeing in the world right now. People have turned away from God. What's being taught in the church houses is abominations. It's the habitat of devils. The same thing Jesus said to the Pharisees and the Sadducees when he began his ministry. Just before Christians are wiped off the earth pretty much because of Satan, people are so deceived. The Lord is going to come back. I'm going to finish up with this tonight, and I'll be back tomorrow. I hope you do some research and think the bigger meaning of what I'm trying to say to you. I want to talk about Shedem. S H E D I M, and I'm going to read something to you. They mingled with the nations and learned their deeds. They worshipped their idols. They slaughtered their sons and their daughters to the demons. Shedem, S-H-E-D-I-M. They shed innocent blood, the blood of their sons and daughters, whom they slaughtered to the idols of Canaan, and the land became polluted with their blood. Does that sound familiar? And they became unclean through their deeds, and they went astray with their acts. And that is from Tehillim, T-E-H-I-L-L-I-M, which translated to Psalms 106, 35-39. They sacrificed a demon to Shedem, which have no power. These deities, they did not know. They worshipped who their forefathers feared. That's from Deuteronomy. Shadem in Hebrew are spiritual demons in the Tanakh, T-A-N-A-K-H, and in Jewish writings, ancient Jewish writings, that Jesus would have known about. This was knowledge back then. And again, what's so fascinating, like ancient aliens it said, it parallels in every civilization, in every culture. Evil spirits were always believed to cause maladies and suffering. And they're evil in themselves because they are not God. Today, as I said, men worship man as God. Doctors have said, we can build men better than God interesting both times a word appears to them has to do with child sacrifice or animal sacrifices it has to do with violence they believed in malevolent spirits as well The spirit realm was all around us. They didn't believe grandma flew up to heaven looking down. The spirit realm is all around us. In Jewish writings as well, the Shedem were descendants of serpents, lining up again with what we see in the Bible. They could take the form of a serpent as in Eden or even take the role of a person. Some writings also refer to them as the offspring of Lilith, who was actually Adam's first wife. When the people built the Tower of Babel, They wanted to wage war against God. And that word was used again. They became Shedem. Evil spirits. Or, you know, demonic. In the Talmud of Jewish writings, the Shedem have traits of angels, but also traits of humans. And don't forget the Bible tells us, be careful, you might be entertaining angels and not know it. You might be entertaining demons, bad angels, and not know it either. They fly around the world, they look for us. They can eat and drink, they can multiply, and even die, they can be killed. And that is from the Talmud. They can cause sickness, they can they follow around the dead, And in the Bible, many of the warnings of the Old Testament, everyone wants to look at them so literally. We need to look at a bigger picture. It isn't just like today. It's China or Russia. Who's mentioned in Revelation? Which country is which and which which? Stop. People need to get away from all that and look at what is happening in the world. Let the Holy Spirit speak to you. I never really thought, oh, I'm going to sit down and study demonology. But God just keeps putting on my heart. In order to understand what's happening, we are literally wrestling right now against powers that know their time is so short. I want to wrap up. Um, with a little bit from the New Testament, and I've been reading the Kindle Bible, which was before the King James even, which I find very interesting. The people that think the King James Bible is so perfect, he was a man. Every person that writes a Bible, that writes a doctrine, is a man. you I'm gonna wrap up for tonight I want you to really think why you believe you're saved what do you believe would do you sit in a church house when you know there's this lies being spewed honestly Easter Bunny and Turkis. Santa Claus and churches. Grandma's up there with her wings looking down you. And look, I started you know, making some glass and art, and I like angels, you know, I, I make angels and everything. I do the business, I'm, you know, I make little art things. But if someone asked me, is my dog an angel? No, it's not an angel. I believe you can have a guardian angel and that spirit can watch out after you, but it's not flying around with little white wings and a halo, no. Will I make art like that? Yeah. Is that bad? I'll be honest with people, you know, they can ask me and I'll tell them the truth, what I believe. And when you do that, guess what? So it's better sometimes just, hopefully they don't ask you that way, you don't have to say something that isn't um, against you. Do you really believe a balloon is flying around, taking pictures of everybody. Does anyone care? I don't think so. I don't think people care. I don't think people cared when they shut down businesses. I don't think people care about anything anymore because they don't have the Spirit of God. And even back in the day in America, when people, even would Christians, they still embrace an ideology. Look at how people are acting. They don't even act like humans anymore. They act almost animalistic and being figurative and literal, as awful as that might sound. There are demons that have specific jobs. They are sent to follow around believers. And that is why, again, going back to the beginning, the more you put yourself out in the world, the more you're interacting with people, the more you have a chance of attack and being turned away from God. There's some very, very perverse things in this book, and this is going to be adult right here. So please, if you have children, put them away right now. I'm warning you. Many of these demons do perverse sex acts. So perverse that I could not imagine anyone talking about them. But it's in the book, and it's one of the reasons that, they, that God warned people in the Old Testament certain things, but people have misinterpreted. One-winged demon, I'll be honest, talks about homosexuality. And as mentioned in the Pseudo- in Apocrypha literature, Pseudo-Apocrypha, do, and that has to do with, I'm going to be honest, as an adult right here, anal sex and rape. And this demon puts these knowledge into people's heads. This is writings. And again, it's not just or ancient Christian writings. They found books like this in every culture with similar descriptions of demons and similar names. How can that be? There are demons out there that want you that want to control your body control your mind, take away everything that you have that's good. Another very popular book that was taken out of the Bible or kept from people was the um, book of Baruch, the Apocalypse of B-A-R-U-C-H, that was canon at one time, read by many, many people. And I'm looking at writing from 1896 right now, it talks about how it was taken away and demonized. Don't read this, don't do this. Very interesting. You have to really dig. You really have to dig. I'm close to kitty. I hope that I gave you something to think about. When you're tithing to a person, ask yourself, why am I giving him my money? When the Bible clearly says to store up food, when, and those are my dogs, Helen. When you hear things in church, if you aren't questioning them, don't feel that little knot in your stomach. If you don't feel that knot in the world today, I'm asking you to really look at if you have a relationship with God and ask him to open up your eyes to this because our time is very, very short. I'm going to sign off for tonight. Have a blessed one.